This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 24th, 2020. Strong hand, buy and hold. This game is not rigged. Your home for Bitcoin insider information. One day closer to an all-time high. Apex predator. Compete, don't complain. I'm offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. How are you all doing this afternoon? All right. Yes, it's not a late night show for once. Uh, remember, if you've got questions, I've got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat. Uh, remember to check out This Week in Bitcoin. Jan Pitzker, Bitcoin Rabbi, and Anders were on techball.com you can see all of those shows it's also linked to below uh and of course the backup channel please subscribe to it now every saturday night you get a new beyond bitcoin show over there and all the other days of the week you get flashback shows including ones that have had amanda johnson in them and charlie lee and doug casey today hey i want everybody to check out yesterday's show here on the main channel of course, here in the Bitcoin Meister ecosystem, you get a new show every freaking day. Uh, and then you get old shows every freaking day too, man. It's it's incredible. But yesterday's show, Grant Blaisdell was on, okay? And he works for – or he's in charge of a company that, that's into the AML space but also helps people get their uh, lost Bitcoin – stolen Bitcoin back. So it was a very interesting show. And best guest in the space, you might not agree with the dude on a lot of things, but I'm bringing you different types of people here that you're not going to, you're not going to see at other places. And Hey, we are unique beast here. I'm a unique beast. The people who watch the show are unique. So you're going to get unique beast type of material here. So uh, definitely yesterday's show, it's linked to below, getting some interesting feedback on it. Pound that like button. And this Friday, 2 PM, Gabriel from, Chile will be on uh, the show uh, along with Andy Hoffman and Mauricio. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good one, 2 p.m. on Friday. So already this DeFi stuff, <laughs> there's an article here in Cointelegraph, and I noticed this. Some of these DeFi platforms, tokens, whatever you want to call them, I'm not naming them, okay? Because I think they're all ridiculous. The, the, the tokens that are already out that have like spiked in the last few days and maybe they've gone back down again now. It's, it reminds me of being in Australia in July of, of 2017 and in Perth specifically. And people were starting to talk about ICOs, like people you wouldn't expect to be talking about ICOs. And people were buying these ICO tokens. And the, the major insanity had not started yet. But there had been some spikes at, at that point. So I I know this this DeFi thing, it's, it's probably going to be bigger than the ICO thing. But it's already frothy. And we're earlier on in, in the uh, whole Bitcoin cycle process right now, okay, than we were back then. Back in July of 2017, Bitcoin was uh, pumping quite a bit compared to how it had been doing previously. And right now, uh, it was at – yeah, Bitcoin was at an all-time high in, in July of uh, – July that year uh, of 2017 when I was hearing about ICO 
insanity for the first time. And now Bitcoin is not at an all-time high uh, for those watching this in the future. But we're already getting DeFi froth. It's so blatantly obvious. People, uh, there's going to be some FOMO, unnecessary FOMO, of course, because they're going to see some of these ones and they're not even going to understand what they're buying. Uh, this is just the beginning. So Cointelegraph uh, says echoes, uh, that it echoes the ICO boom. Yeah, you better believe it. And it's it's happening earlier this time, which makes me think it's going to be bigger and crazier. So gamblers, you've, you've got a new addiction there. Pound that like button. I see people over there in the chat. And before I'm going to talk about Brazil right now. Ophir is in the uh, is in the house from Israel. Good, great shirt. Thanks, man. It's it's freaking glowing, isn't it? Um, I think in in the '90s didn't they have uh, some European football uh, team? I, I think the NFL they expanded into Europe. Uh, they, they made what was it? The World League of American Football. Uh, I think the team had this color uh, uniform, actually, back in the 90s. This was cool in, in the 90s, apparently, this color. Uh, luckily, no baseball team ever tried to adapt, adopt this, although the Seattle Seahawks have thrown this into uh, recent uniforms of theirs. All right. All right. Get, getting back to the topic at hand, and we're going to get to Brazil. What's going on in Brazil? This is what happens. When you try to do digital payments without censorship resistance, says Matt O'Dell, Brazil's central bank suspends WhatsApp payments. Brazil's central bank has suspended Facebook Inc.'s WhatsApp Messenger payment feature in the country. Brazil's central bank, an antitrust regulator, suspends – this is insane – suspends Facebook Inc.'s WhatsApp Messenger payment feature in the country. The app's second biggest market – with more than 120 million users. The bank decision aims to preserve an adequate competitive environment that ensures the functioning of a payment system that's interchangeable, fast, secure, transparent, open, and cheap. Okay, complete nonsense. I, I don't know what they were exactly worried about there. Maybe they just wanted to be authoritarian in Brazil. Uh, but hey, they can do that. Uh, they can't do that with uh, Bitcoin though. So this is... Maybe they just didn't like Facebook and, and WhatsApp. I mean, probably <laughs> this happens to Facebook a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about Libra and everything. But uh, yeah, it's uh, no censorship resistance there at all. The, the country is censoring this product and that's just, that's the way. So that's why Bitcoin is better. All right, another reminder, thanks to the uh, Brazilian government. And antitrust, I mean, they're throwing all sorts of uh, mumbo jumbo words in there. Okay. There's no, I don't know. I don't know why they're, they're, they're monopoly. I mean, are they saying they're monopolizing the payment, uh, the payment uh, industry? I mean, there's, there's other ways to do payments. I, mean, I think they're scared of, of their uh, Brazil. Some They're insecure about the Brazilian real. I don't know. Okay, thought I would bring that up because that, that's uh, just a reminder. And yeah, this week in Bitcoin shows, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T.com. And that's who I am on Twitter also, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, Tech Vault. Now, who is this? Uh, oh, yeah, this dude, KBC. He's got a multi-sig product out there. And I'm going to read you about it. Good for him. He's in motion. We're going to talk about all sorts of people in motion in a second. I've continued journeying down the multi-signature 
HD wallet rabbit hole and am super excited to release another project today. Introducing Lily Wallet, the easiest way to set up secure and manage vaults and wallets on Bitcoin. I built Lily because I wanted a way to use multi-sig for securing funds in a way that was user-friendly. Well, that's important. And approachable. That's important too. Not technical or intimidating. Okay, you guys be the judge. Lily is what I would recommend to friends and family to act as the jumping off point for their Bitcoin experience. Try it out, dudes. Tell us if it's as easy as the creator says it is. But people do ask me about uh, multi-sig configurations with multiple uh, hardware wallets. And this is what this guy is trying to do over there. And Udi in the land of Israel. And we, we had an Israeli in the, in the chat before. Uh, again, if you've got questions, I got answers. People ask them, do a super chat, type in Bitcoin Meister. Uh, Udi says, interesting report from the Israeli cybersecurity firm Clear Sky reveals method of a hacker group who allegedly stole over 70 million US dollars from crypto exchanges. Oh, I'm so interested to hear about what this technical method is, how skilled they are that they could break into these companies. According to the report, the main weapon used by the group was phishing attacks versus exchange employees. <laughs> so, okay, human beings are human beings. Uh, what these dudes are doing is they're somehow, they're figuring out who works at these companies and they're sending them emails and the human beings are messing up. And they're getting into the system that way. And th that just goes to show you, for all you people who trust third parties with the greatest security in the world, technical geniuses. Apparently, some of the technical geniuses uh, working at these uh, companies don't understand, uh, you know, don't click on this link in an email. <laughs> and maybe it's, not the, it's, maybe it's not the technical side, people. I don't want to rag on them. Uh, it, might, it might just be you know, the customer service people or who knows. But these... These exchange hacks are going to continue, and apparently uh, the, the easiest way is, is not through technical sophistication at all, but just tricking people, making them think they're clicking on something that they, uh, they really aren't. It's a total fish attack, which is this thing that happens, uh, works with grandmothers and mothers and, and, and all sorts of people all over the world. So don't, don't, don't think these, place, these places are filled with regular people. So be, be very careful. Interesting report there. Uh, okay. No, module module says, what are your thoughts on the coins possibly tainted being tainted that have gone through coin join? No, I, I don't, I don't worry about that at all because if enough people do it, then they're all tainted. Okay. Uh, and right now I, I have not heard of specific situations where, uh, individuals or entities are not, uh, are not accepting coins that have gone through a coin join. So they're not, they're not tainted. Okay. And how about a random health tip of the day? Drink a lot of water. Keep, keep on drinking a lot of water, people. Uh, but I mean, I mean, the basic one is stay. Now is the time to get healthy. And there's no, you don't have to worry about uh, flus and colds um, if, if you get healthy now. H how about that? Because we're in the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, not as much uh disease going on around but apparently there was one disease that was going around that you know it, it did it did affect uh, unhealthy people at a, at a higher rate so now now's the time to uh, get out there 
And I'm going running right after this. So how about that as a health tip of of the day? Uh, there was something else I was going to say about a health tip of the day. Yeah, eat garlic. <laughs> okay, moving moving on. Uh, but thank thank you for the question. Now, and if you're interested in these health tips of the day, you watch the other channel. Saturday show, Beyond Bitcoin show, I, I'm always talking about health. And recently I uh, rehashed the first two Beyond Bitcoin shows of all time where I talked about health tips a lot. And again, go, go over there. It's linked to below. Now, now we talked about phishing. Venezuelan government is using payment in Bitcoin with BTC pay saver server for certain passport applications, says Whale Panda. Now, I would, when I when I saw this and I saw the pictures, and uh, he used a tweet by a, a Venezuelan who has been on the show before, actually, not not Gabriel or uh, or uh, what's his face, <laughs> not 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 our, our our original tune or Maximo. Now, I, I want to say, speaking of Gabriel, Gabriel for quite a long time has said that various. I don't know, apps or creations of the Venezuelan government have allowed regular Venezuelan people to turn their, uh, their whatever, their, their Petros into Bitcoin. So this is not a surprise to the people who, who watch this show. And we hear all sorts of rumors about Venezuela all the time with their cryptocurrency obsession. And clearly uh, it's more than an obsession. They, 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 they want Bitcoin. Can you blame them? Can you first of all, there's a, they have sanctions on them, so they're not getting dollars. They're not using the traditional system. They're printing their own worthless uh, uh, boulevards, and then they're semi-worthless petros. And so, yeah, of course, I, I, of course, this was going to happen. That for certain passport applications, so, so they got to collect money for their government products. Why not get the best money possible since they're totally broke over there? Uh, and oil is not worth too much anymore. So not a shock at all. Gabriel, if you've watched old Gabriel videos, uh, he, he's talked about uh, that, yeah, that the Bitcoin is on the ground there and that the government has, you know, dipped its uh, toes into it more than that, more than dipped its toes in it, has uh, uh incorporated it into its financial system in a uh, noticeable way. Uh, so this is another noticeable way for outsiders and decrypt.co has an article, Venezuela tests Bitcoin payments for some passports. I don't, I don't think it's a test dude. Unable to process payments via credit card. Venezuela appears to be testing Bitcoin as a viable payment option for passports and other state do documents. And the reason it's not a test is because they're already it, Gabriel reported that for a little while now they've uh, allowed uh, Bitcoin uh, to be incorporated into their government uh, financial nonsense. So uh, and also. All right. So enough about that. But now it's people are talking about it. Other countries with sanctions against it are, are, are going to do this, too, that they can't can't tap into the. Uh, the the US, the dollar uh, system it's, it's it's not a shock especially not a shock there where where people are quite comfortable with uh, cryptocurrency or, or a significant n number of people are quite uh, comfortable with
with it and where they want. So this just, uh, this props up the regime longer, but we won't get into that. This is, this is where the big boys play. So you have to deal with uh, that reality. Now we have uh, a news of a plus token Ponzi news, of course, almost 790,000 uh, Ethereum have moved and those were plus token. They had acquired that. I can't believe so many people bought into this plus token Ponzi scheme and gave up their Ethereum and precious Bitcoin for it. $180 million worth of it has moved, Ethereum. So I guess the plus token guys, they had dumped some Bitcoin before. Now, I guess they're going to dump some Ethereum. It's it's temporary for you Ethereum freaks out there, I, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, the price went down. Uh for you, but who cares? Uh, don't be a fiat freak. It's plus token. It happened with Bitcoin too. These things happen. It's it's the fault of the individuals for giving away so much Bitcoin and Ethereum to, to these entities. Of course, they're going to dump it uh, eventually and they get away with it apparently. Uh, now, when, and finally, hey, sportsmeister.com. You can listen to all these shows. Some of you are listening right now. Uh Okay, and Module Module says, if you had to guess, what percentage of U.S. citizens truthfully reported buying, selling Bitcoin to the IRS? You mean check the box on their tax returns? Um, and I and or it's like it, you have to you have to check the box if you even move the Bitcoin. Um, I ch- I check the box. Um, I mean that's that's what they say. So how many Amer- hat? If you guess percentage of U.S. citizens truthfully reported buying, well, okay, of of the U.S. citizens, of the U.S. citizens who are involved in cryptocurrency, uh, and that only might be one, two, three percent of Americans. I've heard various numbers. Of those, what percent told the truth on their taxes that are due July fifteenth? I would say. Um. Well, let me. It, well, it's 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 over over fifty percent, over over fifty percent because, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say eighty percent. I'm going to say eighty percent because I think most Americans that are involved in it are traders, and thus they have bought and sold numerous times last year and thus it would be absolutely insane that most of them have reported it as income so it'd be absolutely insane not to check that box at that point um so i I would say 80 percent uh have checked yes but uh there's 20 percent uh is a significant significant number that have uh check no and will will the the 20% and assuming that most of that 20% are dudes that have not bought or sold but have just sent it um will, will they get in trouble no i i don't think they i don't think they will i don't i don't think they will um but i'm not recommended doing anything like that because uh i i checked i checked the box i checked the box and uh uh yeah so all right now uh I mean, I mean, the the other thing is, if you didn't buy it, if you didn't buy Bitcoin this year or sell Bitcoin this year, let me ask you a question, people. If you're if you're thinking of not checking the box, are you going to buy it or sell it next year? Especially sell it next year. So 
if you're if you know you're going to sell it next year or buy or buy it next year um, from from Coinbase or something like that, okay, what would be the point of not checking it this year? Okay, you're going to have to check it next year. You're going to check it next. If you know you're going to check it next year, you, you should check it this year definitely. Uh, okay, so very very interesting question there. Let's see. Surfer Jim. Hey there. No mask for me ever. Pound that like button, Surfer Jim. Yeah. Love to see you there. And it was great meeting you in Vegas where people are gathering again. Okay. And yes, let's get back on schedule. We got all sorts of people there pounding that like button. Thank you. Uh, so, okay. Why was Jordan P? Oh, no, 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 no. Let's talk about someone that's in, in motion. I'm going to be in motion soon. And of course it looks like it's going to rain the minute I'm going to go running. All right. Uh, I love chicken gizzards. That's, a, that's another health tip of the day. I love those. And I love chicken hearts. I've mentioned this before, but just wanted to say that. And, okay. Oh, YouTube, by the way, on Twitter. For all, I, I, I thank everybody who supported me on Twitter to get this channel back. Uh, and YouTube replied, finally replied on Twitter, and they said, you're getting your channel back. <laughs> hey, uh, it's linked to below, or you got your channel back, and most most of it will be back. And I mean, one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. They, they think they just reinstated it. Uh, re no, you already did it for me. I had to contact insiders there. It's, it's insane. Uh, just wanted to put that out there. It's, it's, it's a very odd communication from them because my problem was already solved two weeks ago now. And you're saying you just solved it. One hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing over there. Oh, bureaucracy in the land of YouTube. I'm just, yeah, I'm glad I got my backup channel. I got this channel. I got two channels, baby. You got to love it. So here's someone in motion, Boomer BTC. Uh, he's got his sats per person dot com is my new website if you measure your wealth in bitcoin one way to put it in perspective is to see how many sats per person there are if equally divided among the world's world's population your multiple of that number is your bounty okay it's linked to below we've mentioned i, I mentioned he's tweeted about this before now he's made a website about it good good check it out dudes you're in motion Grant, the guy who I had on the show yesterday, an interesting character to say the least, he informs me that he interviewed uh, Jordan Peterson about cryptocurrency in 2017. He didn't post the video until earlier this year. I linked to it below. Now, it's, it's very – you have to pump up the volume. It's very hard to hear. But this is the only known occurrence on the web – that I know of and that Grant knows of, of Jordan Peterson, a, a famous guy, giving his take on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And, and it gets into psychology and all that stuff. I didn't get to listen to the whole thing. But it's very odd that there was no mainstream cryptocurrency. You know, you would think Coindesk reports about every single, like, semi-famous person who has a token who mentions it in finance and every little country that might have their own blockchain but they don't do this they don't mention that uh, jordan peterson was interviewed talking about cryptocurrency i mean they talk about everything else so this is the first time i heard about anything like this it's it's linked to below 
And one of the things that it, it reminded me, learning about this, made me happy, once again, that I go the extra mile. I just don't let the freaking algorithm tell me what to watch. I, I got in touch with Grant because I did my own research, okay? I read threads and I found out about this business that he had, okay? And because I did that, because I went, now I'm, I'm finding about other things, you know, it piles on the, 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 uh, the, the videos that you find out about, the blog posts that you find out about. If you just dig a little bit and, and you're not a servant of the algorithm, you learn so much. But if you don't, if you just let YouTube and Twitter just, you know, you do, do whatever they recommend, you stay in the same little uh, ghetto, basically, and you just see the same people, read the same things. Don't you don't know what what's happening outside of your comfort zone? It, it's it's un, un, unbelievable. So in this day and age, this is another reminder: use your brain, think, explore, be in motion. Just don't let these algorithms tell you, or else you end up as confused as as YouTube, like. The message I just got from YouTube, you want to be controlled by a, a, an organization that doesn't know what the other hand is doing and they, they shut down channels just by accident. And, and, I mean, because now it's all controlled by an algorithm over there. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy that people um, are allowing uh, their minds to be influenced by this thing. And you don't have to. You can use it. It's a great base of knowledge. I mean – the, the, the database, the, all the videos are out, out there. There's so many great videos, but you have to go find them yourself. You got to go find different people yourself. And, and the things you find out about, hey, come to this channel. That's, I don't know. All the stuff you find out about here is stuff that I dig up on Twitter by looking at people's threads. Uh, it, it's not, this stuff isn't being tossed at me. I'm not just going to common sources, finding it out about them. I'm doing, doing my own research. I'm using my brain and I'm trying to set an example for others. In this mindless era that we are living in, where every the mainstream narrative, dude, that th this is this is not the mainstream narrative over here, okay? Not the mainstream, but most people are stuck in the mainstream narrative. Get 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 into a unique beast narrative. Get into the unique beast paradigm here. All right. So that's what you find. You find out that Jordan Peterson got interviewed about freaking Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and. Well, it didn't debut till earlier this year, but this is what you get through uh, moving around. All right, and, and just thinking, using your head. And finally, the, the last uh, point of the day I wanted to make, this is a Beyond Bitcoin. I, I was listening to the radio yesterday as I was uh, cooking my food, and Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi came on. And it, clearly, it's, it's a corny song. But it can pump you up. It, it, it's I link to it below, and it's the I guess it's the official video of the Bon Jovi uh, "Bad Medicine" song. And Sam Kinison is in it. And I don't know if people even know who Sam Kinison is anymore because he died in the early '90s, and he was a controversial uh, comedian back then. He screamed and, and yelled. He did not even. He only lived to be 38 years old. And in the video, I think he's only like 34, 35. He, he looked older. He, I mean, he drank a lot. And he partied and, and, and such. And it just, it's just amazing how dudes cherish every moment of your life. He was, That dude, Sam Kinison, was a unique beast. But he died in a car accident that was not his fault at all. And it just – you don't know. I mean, you don't know when it, it's going to ha happen to you. And uh, it's, it's a shame that the unique beast can be just – 
like that. You can be taken out like that. So live life to the fullest. Be a unique beast like Sam. I mean, again, I don't agree with everything that Sam Kennison said or did or whatever, but that video reminded me because he's in it and he was he was a funny guy on, on a certain level, definitely. And he was a unique beast. He was different. So, all right, everybody, click on the squares at the end there uh, and listen to Bon <laughs> That corny Bon Jovi song is hilarious. And the video is funny too. The women, the hair was huge. I think, they, I think it's from that. It's from 1988. The video is from 1988. So yeah, I think Sam Kinison wasn't even 35 there. He looks, he looks older. Okay. So yeah. Thanks a lot, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the uh, notes section below, pound that like button, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. New show every day. Uh, I'll say hi to you in the chat. Bye.